Well, welcome to another episode of the Love Not Fear podcast today in person. Yes, how First cool. time visiting Edward at his office here. Re remember the one that we did, we, we never broadcasted, because the sound and, and image were really rubbish, but we did one in Latvia. In Latvia, yes. yes, uh, yes that yes, didn't make the cut, but now let's make a decent one. Then. Well, I guess with, with all the equipment you have, this should be a decent one in terms of quality. Okay. So, rock and roll. Let's rock and roll. What's the topic today? The idea is we're about to finish the month of January. And what do people do in the month of January? They have New Year's resolutions. Or they had New Year's resolutions. That's exactly the topic. What happens in between creating New Year's resolution? What are things to drop you off guard or to, to, to make them abandon? And what do people do to successfully engage in and, and still stick to them? Mm -hmm. So... I heard about 9% of Americans with New Year's resolutions actually finish it in the whole year. year. Yeah. And magically, something happens about 40, 45% is out already in the first month. And yeah, I'd like to, to, to talk to you. What would be, if, if you made it through one month, what, what does it take to stick to them to, to, for the rest of the year? Is it willpower? Is it um, decisiveness? For me, to sticking to habits, A, making it easy for me. Okay. Right? Kind of to make it super easy that I have my support system around me. Let's say going yeah. to the gym, having my trainer comes to my house three times a week in the yeah. morning. Yeah. And he's just there. So it's like yeah. very hard to miss. Yeah. Right. Um, or not eating crap, just like not buying crap. So yeah. kind of like make the, I like to make it easy for myself. Right. Okay. So I do not have to rely on willpower. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's that's probably the main thing for me. That makes do you me... treat yourself to extra special things? Okay, if I do this, I throw in something else. Uh, then I'm okay to do that, or not really. I, if I if I cheat, I consciously decide. Okay, I, I'm gonna do this, but I'll. I, I I heard many people speak about that about the cheating. That's actually not that bad. And if you do cheat, enjoy the hell out of it. <laughs> I heard diets that have a, a, a built-in cheat day. Hmm. Wasn't actually, it Tim Ferriss? Didn't he have a diet where every Saturday or so he would, he, would, he would just eat all the Snickers bars and whatever and, and drink? And so by having the cheat day, he could manage the rest of the, of the week. I think there's a differentiate with these things. For example, there's like I have hard lines with things like yeah. agreements. For example, I used to smoke a lot of weed yeah. like a crazy person as, <laughs> as a teenager. And I'd not go there again because I'm scared if I go there again that this old habit of smoking a lot of weed will become yeah come back again right yeah. you know so it's just with you you're, you're afraid it's still in there somewhere it might yeah, pop out of that surface yeah. like oh yes. yeah or like being vegan you know i will yeah. not violate this it's like you know i have yeah. like these hard set yeah. rules agreements with myself where yeah. i would not break them but that's that's almost not not, not like a, a discussion you have with yourself anymore yeah. it's who you are yes correct. you've internalized it and and if somebody violates that space it feels like a personal invasion to your core values yes, i guess correct. Let's say if we would have lunch and I would feed you something and then and I would later tell you there was uh, beef in there, yeah, then then we'd have a problem because they violated your. Yeah, I mean, you know. a you probably would not do this, and b I would most likely taste this because every time when I eat something, I haven't had meat for since I'm 18, I'm 46, so quite some time. Boy. It's a very intense flavor, so I'd probably <laughs> be able to tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you, it is. <laughs> I'm a huge barbecue fan. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, you, you spoke about smoking. Um, one way to stop a habit, I, I started my career in, 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 uh, in Belgium, and it was a one-hour drive. 
and I had the nasty habit of smoking a cigar in the morning. <laughs> it took me about an hour to oh, get there. So my car smelled like cigar like crazy. And it's like a trigger reaction. You get in the car and you want to smoke. And at one point, I think I, I, I messed up two cars and then, then I bought a new one. And I said, okay, this is not no, going to happen. Not. No, it's just, I don't want to have this smell. So I'm not going to smoke. And I, from then on, it was okay. And after a while, the automation of driving and smoking was gone because yeah, it's no trigger habits anymore. So triggers, yes, triggers and, and your environment is, is, is so important. You yeah. know, kind of being around the right people. If you're around people, friends who smoke cigars all the time, yeah. it's going to be much harder to say yeah. no versus if you're around, you know, you, but, you're the average of the people you surround yourself with. When 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 you st when you stopped drinking alcohol, did you go to parties less often because you don't want to put yourself in the position? Was, when did something change there? I stopped drinking when I was 24. Yeah. I woke up with a huge hangover. Yeah. And I had like a bottle of whiskey that night before or something yeah. like this. And uh, also like good good whiskey, you know. Yeah. So I looked into my wallet and realized how much money I spent that night. Yeah. And I was like, screw this, you never yeah. lose again. Yeah. And I never did. Yeah. So it's actually I did. Um but not to, I have not been drunk since yeah. then. But uh when I had a sore throat, yeah. I thought like, oh maybe I can cure it with like gargling whiskey yeah you know? ah, okay that and doesn't count you no know, yeah. it, it, it counts because yeah. then it became like because i really like the taste of whiskey right every time you had a lot of itch, uh, you know, yeah. like, oh, and then i thought like hey, this this can yeah. lead to drinking again so that's so why i stopped it for me bad habits have a lot to do with the stress so if i'm stressed i might have finished half a bag of something that i don't want to eat and before even noticing it so stress reduces your awareness i guess or when you're stressed, you have less. Yeah, so that's not. I, I don't have time to worry about this because I have other stuff on my mind. So mm -hmm. let's let's do this quickly. I call it my four-year-old brain. I'm this from this this week on. When I need to do something that I don't feel like doing, I, I sometimes look at myself. Hey, is this the four-year-old that wants something or doesn't want to do something, or is the adult speaking? And yeah. It, it's just, it's quite new. It's a couple of days, so it still works for me. But I thought it was pretty. Yeah, so the pretty delayed good. gratification. Like yeah. if, you, if you're able, like a success comes yeah. often from delaying gratification. Yeah. You know? so. yeah. And, and it, it started with pausing. And for instance, this morning routine, I, I skipped because something was out of whack that morning. Yeah. Uh, when I pause, do I really don't want to do this? Then often I make the right decision again. And it, it doesn't, and decisions like that, don't, they don't really draw a lot of, lot of, um, a lot of energy from my energy bank because this is also a very interesting concept i i don't know where it was but i read a while ago that willpower and energy are a limited source so if you go through a lot of it in the morning you could potentially run out of it in in the afternoon and i i don't know what are your feelings about it i'm not really sold i i'm pretty sold on this yeah? decision making power like willpower, you know, I want to limit the amount of decisions that I make. You yeah. know, for example, I also only dress black and white, so everything yeah. always fits. I have to yeah. make big decisions just to, uh, to dress up fancy or am I sporty? I guess like this is mm -hmm. the only decision I want to make. And also like in business, I like to just like get rid of most decisions, kind of put a system in place or make yeah. somebody else own it so I don't have to yeah. make that many decisions. Because when I'm depleted of decision making in the evening, yeah. it's it's easier to just like, yeah, let's eat the bag of chips. Or yeah. Hmm. Also for... This. Eating, so, I mainly eat not when I'm stressed, I eat when I'm mindless, you know, like I'm on a call yeah. and there's like, I'm triggered, there's like a bag of chips standing yeah. or something there, and yeah. just like stand there and eat and realize yeah. like, oh my God, I just ate the whole thing because yeah. I was not mindful. Yeah. And and, and <clears throat> overspending time on Netflix or, or social media, is that a problem for you? 
it is, but also controlling your environment. I just uninstalled all the apps from my phone and solution to it, you know, because I would like <laughs> to make it easy for myself because I also get get dragged to like the mind, the scrolling. Yeah. I, like, there's, I have two minutes, I just like sit there, you know, yeah. rest or like after eating. And then, oopsie, it was like 20, 30 minutes, an hour. I was like, no. That's and and what, what happened before you made that choice? Was it like, again, a situation where you sort of had a mental hangover of spending, overspending, or having spent two hours mindlessly scrolling through Instagram instead of no, just, no more? Just re realizing, I mean, yeah. like for, for quite some time, you know, kind of seeing the, the usage of phone usage, you know, how yeah. many hours you use your phone a day. Yeah. So it just didn't feel right. And how about replacing, stopping something? entirely so i'm not going to do this uh, anymore for me it's it's way easier if i replace this for instance i don't know can't think of an example but to to stop a habit it might be uh, replacing it i sometimes treat myself to something something nice if i said okay i didn't do that for a while so kind of celebrating mm -hmm. successes or streaks i'm not one of those those guys with the with an app that, that records every every streak but i keep mental note of it and yeah i think the, the the finishing streaks or keeping up with good habits that is filling my energy bank not literally but it makes me me proud and it makes me a feeling of okay i can deal with this because i've dealt with that as well how's that yeah for me it's dealing with something if i remember hard things that i've done yeah you know, it's easier to do the things you know i jumped i did a bungee jump or did like xyz like and now I'm having a hard time jumping to this cold pool, like, you know, get, get yeah. over it, like, yeah. like having these memories. Do you know your cues for, um, with cues, I mean events or situations that will likely trigger you to behave in a way that you're not proud of. So mm -hmm. if you, if you know the cues, like for instance, you were saying mindless, the, the bag of chips is there, you're on the phone. Is that, is that a cue that you recognize or? So, uh, one cue for me is I'm laying in bed. I'm still hyped up because I had a very late call, but it's time to sleep because it's 6 a.m. My train is there. I want to get up early. Yep. And I'm laying in bed and I can't fall asleep. Yep. And I'm thinking, oh, if you eat something, you may be able to fall asleep. Yeah. Right. But it's yeah. it's it's usually the opposite. It's always the yeah. opposite. Yeah. Then I, I can't sleep and then I also don't have good rest. So this is like the, the main trigger for me: being laying in bed, yeah. not being able to sleep, and they're like, oh yeah, let's eat something. And yeah. Yeah. People can can be. Uh... I mean, me too. I can tell myself crazy stuff that it doesn't really matter if I do this or another another bit of this. And being more conscious and, and uh, yeah, it's nice. And especially if you think of the personal reason, why am I doing this? What is the bigger picture? That we spoke about it many times. Having 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 a big values, why, having a big why, and 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 being able to look in the mirror. And and if you don't like what you see in the mirror, maybe maybe change that. That's that's the main main problem. I see. Some of the people I meet regularly make crazy progress and all they complain is that they're not going faster or they haven't achieved more. Well, I say, man, amazing what you've done, I've, where I've you are. I fall victim of this as well. Yeah? You know, I've been talking to my coach about complaining, like, hey, I want to move faster here. And he's like, dude, you're running all the time. Yeah. Look at what you've accomplished. And yeah. right after I had a call with a friend, I told him we did a catch-up call. And it's like, dude, when do you have time to yeah. do all this? And I yeah. feel like I'm not doing anything. Hmm. When for me it's like if I uh, if I haven't seen a good friend in maybe six months and then I meet with this friend, and then they give the, an honest feedback. That's that's often the moments that I think, wow, yeah, something has changed. The hmm. people that surround you, they most often echo what you what you say yourself. Hmm. So it's hmm. very hard. If I would see you daily, it's for me it's hard to see the progress because it's it's yeah, yeah it's incremental. Like you yeah. don't see you don't see Small. a kid growing, and right. then a friend comes over like holy cow, I yeah. don't grow so much. It's very interesting thing that reminds me. 
what happens if you change your personality? Let's say with your next of kin, my, like my, if I, I have two brothers, and let's say I haven't seen them in a while. Mm -hmm. The chances are that they're going to treat me in the way they've always treated me because they see you in a certain way. Mm -hmm. How do you rebalance? How do you introduce your new self to people that you know very well? Or you don't? I don't, you know, I, I'm not that aware or don't don't care that much, you know, like I am who I am, you know. Yeah. So like people say, like, oh, isn't it hard or socially awkward not to drink alcohol, not to eat meat, etc. Yeah. Like some people struggle with this, but to yeah. me, it's just like, this is who I am. I just yeah. like, you know, like it or leave it. No, it's just not, you haven't encountered that, that people um, respond to you in a certain way that that was suitable, that was a, 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 a normal reaction. Hmm many years ago but they still do that like the old nickname from high school and the mm -hmm. old hey but you were always this guy who was this uh, like let's say one of the buddies you did pot with let's see if you run into those they, they will be like who is this guy yeah don't probably yeah, not the most interesting people to run into no them. usually yeah. you don't run to them because yeah. they just like hang out somewhere and like yeah. you don't see them <laughs> they don't run at all <laughs> yeah and yeah and the other thing is, is I'm, I'm going to circle back. I asked you this willpower thing. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time believing it's a limited amount you have in a day. What can you do to have a second go and have another grab in the willpower bank? I really like in in the afternoon at lunchtime to make a little little walk, mm -hmm. and especially when I see water. There's quite a lot of water around here. That replenishes me. That that's that's mm -hmm. something does that seeing open water. Where I live, there is there is a lot of forest, and especially ex the exchange of light in, in the forest floor. That that's always a huge for the uh, for the light guy. Nah, for the light guy, it's, it's something I'm really intrigued uh, by, and it, it's all it's really energizing for me. What what are the triggers for you? I'm not sure if I can replenish my willpower. I can definitely replenish myself if I'm stressed out or whatever, kind of going on a run. Like this mm -hmm. definitely helps me. Or if I have fallen off my good habits. Yeah. Have my resell routine, yep. you know, doing something like self-care-ish, yep. you know, like getting a massage, yeah, whatever, buying yep. myself a new gadget. It's always like that. Like, yep. I can tell myself, okay, dude, from tomorrow on, you're yep. good behavior again. But the the, re the restart routine is actually, even if you don't know it in depth, it's just having a mechanism that you know that you continue. That's so powerful. It's so freaking powerful. So it's okay to skip a day or, or even mess up for a, a couple of days. Once you know what are the when how do I get back yeah, on the horse? Yeah. What were the triggers? Eliminate those triggers. What does it? What does this behavior bring me? Yeah. For this, I also have the error lock or improvement lock. How we call it now in managing happiness. Yeah. You know, kind of adding in like, okay, I fucked up here. Yeah. What can I do to make sure this never happens again? Same business, always like, okay, we had this problem, this customer complaint, this didn't go right. Yeah. As you have a personal error lock as well. Of course. Jesus. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, why, why that's, not? Yeah. We want to be self-healing machines. We yeah. want to kind of like, I mean, machines, <laughs> organisms. Yeah. Uh, error log, personal error log. No, this is this is maybe it looks like one step too far uh, for me. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Another thing I started, I, I want to be more conscious of what I eat, especially when I don't pay attention. It, it's just whatever is laying around. At times, uh, there is. I, I'd like to fast in the morning, so uh, when when lunchtime comes, I'm pretty hungry and I'll, I'll grab anything. Same. One thing I also started is think about your next meal while having your meal now. So, mm. And that, that will put you in situations, less is less possible to put you in situations where you eat anything because yeah, you yeah. haven't thought of it. You, you go shopping while you're hungry. just like Right, that. Yeah. yeah. 
that's so the two finds of the day is my my four-year-old yeah. eddie and and my the, yeah, think a little bit of what, what you're going to eat next so but they were my two takeaways yeah like it and i was looking for an example to to have this this clues this this trigger events and then this ugly smelling car uh, <laughs> came up that was a huge trigger so that was uh, that was easy to to look at that okay i want to circle back on the airlock i think yeah. it's even though you feel it's too far but you will reflect on things right yeah i think it's the perfect time to reflect and to fix the bugs that you have in your system and from the airlock i if there's something that's really good i put into, into my not to do list but so, how is an airlock different than a journal do you use a certain format? Is does it have columns? Yes. So you give like tags or labels? Yeah. yeah. What happened when it happened? Is it fixed? And what can I do to make sure it never happens again? And do you rate it? Like this is like a no. an A1 no. situation? No. Okay. Hmm. Well, if you want to track your progress, let's say if you don't see the progress in yourself, let you you speaking to your coach, looking at your error logs and, and looking at how many things you fixed in a permanent way that could should make you really proud and also you see the how often does the problem reoccur yeah you know like i again you know did xyz you yeah. know kind of like it's, it's a reflection tool no yeah. so. and if it pops up all the time then you might be aware that okay i've been ignoring this and it's it's basically eating all my energy wow okay hmm not sold yet <laughs> no i don't want to pile another thing on my to-do uh, list i mean I you could also through. have it maybe in have like in your journal have like in the back a section for this and have in the question prompt that you use you know yeah. what could i have done better what yeah. can i improve and then reflect that way on a quarterly basis when when we do entrepreneurs organization so, retreats that is when i often think of the uh, stop doing list mm -hmm. and that has a lot to do with this as well and the error log is, is basically spending energy where you don't want to spend it or you need to end things as well. How come the world is praising everybody that starts stuff mm. and is not praising anybody who stops? Well, I guess people praise if you stop smoking or etc. Ah. Right? Yeah. It's just like how you label it. You stop being overweight, you know, yeah. I guess. It's easy saying goodbye to things that define you are very hard. Yeah, yeah I'm not putting out names. Somebody I know who's been going through depression a lot. Mm -hmm. This person kind of feels at home in the state of depression. Yeah. So it's like an easy thing yeah. to go back to. I think yeah. Tony Robbins calls it your emotional home. Yeah. Right. Once you get used to this yeah. emotional home, it's easy to go back to that state. Quite a lot of authors wrote about it. And I think it, it is. It is um, what you are familiar with feels uh, feels feels comfortable. Even that could be misery. Mm -hmm. And feeling happiness is sometimes uh, making people shy away from it. This, this cannot be true. What's the catch? Mm -hmm. And that's that. Hey, love, not fear. Love, not fear. We, we are, we're back at the very core of their overarching message, but that's it. There's only the now. You only live the now. Oh. And a lot of things has to do with with fear of, of what will happen. That's that it's not rational. And mostly the things I, I fear, I worry about uh, too much. So that when the thing actually happens, I have done my grieving or I've paid mm -hmm. my price in emotion, negative emotions beforehand. beforehand. How crazy is that? Because sometimes they were for nothing. They were just, yeah, it was just saying, a I'm an old man. I lived through many horrible things. And the minority of these things actually happen because you kind of live, live through them wow. already. And That's... also, if, if, you, if you have this issue that you're scared of, yeah. right? Rather using energy of being scared of it, yeah. 
take action and figure out what can you do to make it yeah. better, to make it go away, to make it yeah. not happen, right? Yeah. Kind of, it's always the, um, like, how do you, are you staying in a state of fear or are you going to a state of love, aka yeah. being solution-oriented? The, 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 the energy should go is, okay, this fear is a given, it, it, it's presented to you, so it's, it's, it's a warning signal. Not all fear is bad, but what you do, what you learn from it, what, what you take from it, if fear is telling you to stop a certain habit, so it has a reason. Uh, the amount of which we let our lives be run by it on a daily basis, that, that is absurd. And that's what we try to combat, uh, basically. Not to be in an operating system that runs out of fear. Out of fear yeah. yeah, But it is there for a, a reason. Yes, it can in, be a warning sign, but then like, are you staying in the victim position? Right. Or do you take action and you become solution-oriented? Yeah. You know, or you, do you schedule worry time to kind of like, yeah. okay, what can I actually do about this? Or yeah. are you just like subconsciously in this? So, yeah, sometimes it's it's like run. If you if you're in in the jungle and you see a tiger, fear is a good thing because it gets yeah, you course, going. Course. It gives you crazy uh, powers. So with, without this primal reaction, sometimes fear can give you the insight and the actionability to make these changes. But we're not in a primal society anymore. Right. There's like you know when when is the last time you had to really like physically fear for your life? Yeah. In, yeah. I, I cannot recall it. Most, most people uh, will know the fear of losing their lives and without actually been in the situation not even near so that's that's, that's true. i just listened to joe dispenser's book yeah. uh, i forgot which one just started this morning and it was a story about a woman who um her husband committed suicide and she wow. stayed in the state of shock and fear and, and trauma like permanently and she got like all kinds of crazy yeah. diseases yeah. from from yeah. this until she overcame this you know I, I read the book it's a beautiful story yeah but it, it took her a long time yeah, yes. yeah but she completely recovered and then uh, joe dispenser describes it really nice he really went in depth of what it was that that uh, what were the fears of this this woman and and what what changes she made in her life to overcome them so a bad thing happens and she turned her life way worse by losing all kinds of friends in their direct area and developing uh, all kinds of diseases. So when you're presented with something outside of your circle of influence, then people can basically tear down the rest of the house themselves. Mm -hmm. And that is crazy. Yeah. Anyway, a couple of good friends can be uh, hugely beneficial uh, already. How about we keep it at Wrap this? It right. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Also okay. Person. Let's do this again. Next time in uh, your place. See you next one. Yes. Yeah. Come over. Ciao. Just have to build a cool studio like this. But I'll work on it. Cheers.